0: Banterers, welcome to the Business Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Shamir Shah, and this is episode number 27. Today's guest is the amazing Ben Wynn. He is the founder and CEO of DAD, which is D-A-D. Hey, Ben. Hey, how are you doing, man? Very well, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Banterers, before we begin, imagine for a moment if I could give you the best possible material to learn and grow your business. Wouldn't that be of value to you? I want to virtually pour you a hot cup of coffee, sit you down, and give you all I know for free. So this is what I'd like you to do. Head over to businessbanter.com and at the top, click on newsletter and simply sign up. The very best of everything my guests and I do is in these emails. So go ahead, go to businessbanter.com and at the top, click on newsletter and sign up. Ben, are you ready for the banter? I certainly am. Brilliant. Ben is the founder of Dad, a service that enables consumers to fix up their home using video technology, which connects them to an expert. Before founding Dad, Ben was the chief product officer at SOMO, a mobile solutions company where he ran an incubator focused on using mobile technologies to create disruptive products and platforms. Ben wants to revolutionize the way DIY and home repairs are carried out in the home, especially for time-sensitive people like you and me. And so stay with us. There is a special gift for you at the end of the show. Ben, take a few minutes and tell us a bit about your journey of getting where you are today and a little bit about your personal life.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, so I think I'd describe myself as a technologist. Um, I spent most of my career in in technology and in startups, so uh, always on that bridge between technology and marketing, um, and that's not the first thing I've, I've set up. I, I founded and ran a, an algorithmic search marketing business back in, in the heyday of uh, of that world, uh, and then a digital consultancy, which was all around uh, e-commerce and uh, systems integration. And having sold that um, uh, and uh, sinking two or three years into the product incubator that you've mentioned, um, I really found myself at a point where I felt, uh I knew what to do um and I knew how to go about doing it or so I felt. So I decided to take the step and uh and, and create something myself and that turned into dad and, and probably the best thing to do is tell you, you know, how on earth I've ended up coming to do dad. As a technologist, I don't come from the plumbing world or DIY world. But the founding uh sort of uh, moment for dads came very naturally at home. So I am uh, a husband and father of two. And uh, imagine me on one Sunday afternoon trying to fix up my own home. I, uh, I would describe myself as a classic DIY have-a-go hero. And the other the other buzzword I'd say is uh, all the all the gear and no idea. So I've got a, a large toolbox at home, but I'm not quite sure what to do with it all. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to trying to change a tap one day, um, I knew that the tap washer had gone, so um, I decided I would uh, replace the taps I'd been to b and I'd bought the taps I'd turned the water off uh, and I'd got the new tap fixed which was fantastic but um uh, as I turned the water back on again, I'd clearly not done something right because water was spraying literally everywhere. I'd, I'd soaked my kids, the carpet was sodden out in the hallway. It was uh, it was not a pretty sight. So there was a bit of cursing going on and a, a bit of panic. I, I turned the water off, but still it wouldn't stop spraying. And uh, and finally I uh, just thought, you know, the only option for this is to call my dad. I've grown up with a dad who's super practical, and he helped me. He just I FaceTimed him, showed him what the problem was and long story short I got the, the tap fixed and it was fine but uh, as I dried out I realized that you know what I can't be the only one in a position of not quite knowing what to do around the house and that was that's where dad came from <laughs> that's
0: phenomenal I mean banter as you know ideas and and uh, these amazing projects and ideas come about from when you least expect them and especially you know uh, Ben you're saying you're trying to fix a leaky tap uh, and at the same time you called your father um, your dad and um, did a FaceTime call and this entire project is exactly that so Bantros I want you to know that be open to ideas be open to understanding there is a huge whole world out there with so many ideas flying around you and you can pick up on these ideas anywhere and implement them into your current business or future business ideas it's amazing what you can pick up on just by trying to solve a problem for yourself and for others for that matter So, Ben, how do you generate revenue? How do you generate income at the moment through Dad?
1: Uh, well, we charge a, a flat fee for the call, so we've uh, we've put £10 as the price tag on the call. Um, the, the DAD service works super simply. You get the app from the, the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. It's a free-to-download app, and then when you make a call, we charge you £10. We, at The moment we don't put any cap on the, the call length, um, and literally you just uh, speak to one of our experts. We've got a network of, of experts all across the UK, uh, and we'll charge you £10 for that. And about half the time, about 60% of the time, actually, we're able to fix the issue just virtually. So that is either providing the... DIY advice for someone who was perhaps in a similar situation to I was originally um, or uh, you know, whatever the context we're able to help. And a fix in that sense could just be that they, they're more reassured to know what they need to do next. The rest of the time we need to send someone around uh, whether that be a plumber or an electrician, a heating engineer, a handyman, whatever the trade uh, and we take a commission from, uh, from the job. Fantastic. I want you to know I
0: have used DAD um, for a few months now and it's absolutely amazing it's phenomenal um, tech uh, in terms of how it works and how you can connect with the right people at the right time just by simply downloading the app and making the phone call or the video call I should say and just show them with your phone or your mobile device what the problem is where the problem exists and they will advise you on what you need to do next it's absolutely phenomenal and in this world of um, you know online marketing and online and tech and the noise and uh, as an entrepreneur we know there is so much noise out there and you know there is competition people like um, you know um, very similar but not not exactly what you do because i find dad to be very niche but you've got zarli you've got you know toss rabbit there um, who do completely different things but a similar diy or help in the home sort of um, applications so how do you distinguish yourself and your brand from any competitors, which I don't know of any by the way. So how do you distinguish yourself anyway?
1: Uh, Well, I I agree with you. There's no direct competition right now, Um, but yet we're in a space that's that's very crowded. It's not a new market. People have been uh, dealing in home services and home maintenance sort of literally forever. But what we did is uh is look long and hard at the market before we started and i think there's three ways that we really differentiate the most important one of those i think is that we've decided that dad fundamentally had to be on the customer's side so our view is that this whole market has been in the hands of supply forever um and, and i'm sure Shamir, you've been in this position at, at as have a lot of the the banter is listening, where something goes wrong in the house, and uh, you have to wait in all day for someone to turn up, someone you don't know, who's going to come and do something you don't understand, and then at the end of the day charge you pretty much whatever they want because you're not actually sure what it is they're doing in the first place. Yeah. And that applies, to, you know, heating, plumbing, electrics, whatever the issue. So fundamentally, the problem there is is about uh, is about empowerment. It's about lack of knowledge for the for the consumer for the homeowner. Um, And so we wanted to focus on that. We wanted to make sure that we were customer-centric from day one. Um, And so that's why we sell in partial advice. It's why we've put a price tag on the call. Um, And we want to make sure that the customer is is king, if you like. The second thing is about brand. And what we realized is that this whole industry has been driven by, um, by word of mouth, again, literally forever. So if we live near each other, then I would be able to recommend the local plumber to you. But uh, because we don't, or I'm assuming we don't, then um, then it, it's no longer possible for me able to help you. And we no longer live in isolated local communities, but we do have the power of the Internet and social media. So we're trying to do a global, local word of mouth uh, uh, trick. And therefore, we needed something that was memorable, that was shareable. Uh, number one comes a great product, a great service. But with the branding that comes with that, it has to be something that you could pass along. And, and that's why we call this dad. It's, it's extremely memorable. Um, and then third, which is w- where I think we'll not only differentiate but uh, but stay ahead of our competition, is, is through technology. So we're in a sector that's notoriously uh, laggard, really, in terms of its adoption of tech, um, whereas myself and my, my team have spent their entire careers in technology. So we understand it's not actually about the tech, it's about what you can do with it and the customer experience you can create. And I think we stand a good... Uh, a good chance of staying ahead of the, the whole competition
0: absolutely banterers and the key takeaway there is customer is king i absolutely 100 percent believe that because it's everything is about the customer it's about how you treat them or how you you they perceive your product how they work with your product how they collaborate how they learn and experience from your product and actually tell other people about your product and and therefore ben i think that is crucial customer is king in every business and hence that's where we make our money really um and one thing that the banterers should understand and know from this is that your product is very niche i when i first heard of it i said yeah this this is amazing this is a very niche product and i got involved straight away and the niche the product, right, you may not have the biggest uh, community uh, trying to tap in, but the more niche the product, the more likely you're able to help them and serve their purpose and and, and help serve and... and, and um, Resolve a solution for them and therefore what sort of advice what advice would you give to the banterers who may be looking into um, Tapping into a niche business or a startup and and it's really niche and they're thinking you know what? I, I don't know if anyone would want this service. What sort of advice would you give to people who are going into a niche business?
1: well so uh, yeah, I, I guess to a certain extent I agree with you. It is niche. It's very focused. Um, at the same time, what we're doing is is helping people in their home, whether they own the home or whether they rent the home. I think there's there's an application for dad there. So um, the the appeal is actually. Uh, or rather the size of our market is actually rather large, even though the service we provide is very focused. So if we if we phrase that as being niche, then I actually think that's uh, a very good thing. It means that the business becomes very focused uh, on what it's trying to do, but yet it has a, a large enough market to go into. I think the mistake you could make is if that you're uh, your very niche and your market size is very small. And that means you could build the world's best product, the world's piece, best piece of technology. But ultimately it's just not enough scale for it um, for, from my perspective with dad I think we've, we've actually got something that uh, appeals perhaps to a particular demographic to to start with uh, time poor uh, not necessarily cash rich but certainly value time over over uh, waiting in all day for things or endlessly googling for, for <laughs> some help and uh, but actually that it the service applies on a, a global scale so therefore our, our size of market is big
0: fantastic yeah so so we're really what you're saying is go niche, but not so niche. You know, where you track <laughs> yourself in, uh, and that's amazing. Ben, this is going to hurt you a little bit, I think. Uh, what has been your biggest failure to date in your work life, and how did you deal with it? More
1: importantly, ah, good question. Um, well. The failure that I always look back on um, is uh, back when I, I tried to do Uber. So that sort of glamorizes it a little bit. Um, I would call it Uber for feature phones. This was back in uh, 99, 2000. So the number of reasons this was a failure, a number of reasons this this didn't work. But um, it was the first startup I joined. Uh, I was the third person into the business with uh, two co-founders. And uh, we were trying to do what... what uber or, or actually probably more caroo are doing today mm-hmm. uh, we were aggregating the taxi market uh, and trying to make it much more convenient to get a cab solving the problem of it's friday night it's raining you're somewhere in central london what do you do um, and we ended up building uh, a very neat piece of technology, but fundamentally we had timing wrong. So we had feature phones, not smartphones. We had uh, no stored credit cards online, no mass adoption of uh, of the internet really never mind mobile internet it was still very much an emerging uh, phenomenon your upload speed on mobile data was 9.6k so you had to (laughs) order the taxis via sms which was not a great experience (laughs) so overall you know great with hindsight it it was uh, sort of just an idea ahead of its time I don't look back and say you know what could have been uh, you know I invented Uber in any sense what I do look at is is, uh, I got my timing wrong and ultimately, the, the business imploded because the market tanked, and that's when the you know the whole dot com crash happened, and um, it, it was difficult to raise finance. But uh, the, the big learning from it is get your timing right, make sure that uh, that you're in the sort of macro environment, and you're following the trends that are happening, uh, which is which is what I've tried to carry through with today with that no that's
0: fantastic timing is everything banter is timing is essential and getting that right and hitting that perfect note at the right time is is essential but also i would add the fact that if you have a startup you have an idea and you want to launch it there is no better time to launch it um, because you never know the impact it's going to make and the pack if it doesn't or it it helps you learn then at least it helps you validate the idea sooner and uh, employ and implement those ideas back to the learning board and back to the people so you can learn faster and therefore timing is crucial but get your stuff out there as well at the right time or just get it out there and start doing more and being What you are and what you're there to do, and Ben, the so you know we talk about failures, we talk about you know things we've had which have given us a hard time. We've had problems. Uh, As entrepreneurs, we bounce back, we learn, we do things. um, Simply by bouncing back, we brush off our shoulders and say, right, I'm ready to go and do what I do best. So, what did you learn from this failure, and how have you applied it to your success in your business life today?
1: Well, so that particular uh, example, as I sort of mentioned, it's all about timing, really. So I agree with you. Don't don't wait. Don't put it off. Uh, Do it now. There's the saying of "fail fast," and I used to resist that for a long time. Um, And I sort of say it's not about failing. I don't want to fail. I want to learn fast. And it was a you know a variant of it. I think the reality is, if you if you want to learn, then you actually have to be failing, as in pushing yourself to the limits. Whether you're doing some I don't know extreme sport or trying a new business idea idea. You have to get it out into the market. You have to do things wrong to know what's right. So I I subscribe to the idea of fail fast. Um, The timing is a different thing. That's about making sure that the idea you're working on fits with whatever's happening around you. And in in dad's case, I think we've got a lot of that right. So we're doing video calling uh, to provide uh, advice from a network of experts to the the, the layman in the home. And so that's predicated on uh, ubiquitous adoption of smartphone and broadband and certainly we have that here in the UK and and across lots of the the developed world. Um, Adoption rates for video calls, people have been Skyping, FaceTiming, Hangouting for for a heck of a long time and that's on a one-to-one basis but that technology is starting to be used in the business context. In medicine, telemedicine has been around for a long time and people are starting to become used to that. but sort of more ephemeral than that is this growing need for the instant fix, so the on-demand economy. So uh, I've mentioned Uber already, but it applies to you know to Airbnb, to Deliveroo. People want things in an instant at the last minute. Yes. Um, and and the idea of an instant fix is also at the heart of Dad, so that without waiting in all day, without having to know and leave the drippy tap or the broken door handle, you can actually get that thing resolved, whether we help you do it or whether you're we get someone round in a far more convenient way and a far cheaper way, um, it applies to that trend, that sort of mega trend of uh, of the instant fix.
0: Fantastic. Top tip, Ben. Top tip. You have to do things wrong to know what's right. And I love that slant on it. It's absolutely amazing. Banter is uh, you've got to be learning from this. You've got to be writing down notes and taking information through. And yes, you will have it on the podcast on the Business Banter website as well as iTunes. So you can listen back as many times as you want, but you have to do things wrong to know what's right. Absolutely phenomenal. The thing I love about entrepreneurs and startups is we're always trying to find what works for our community, what works and how we can help them and how we can help them in the best way possible. So Ben, it is crucial for any entrepreneur, um, business owner, startup to know what they are going out there to do. So how do you figure out what people want to buy or need before they themselves know what they want to buy or need? I could see how you came up with the idea for the need of having something like Dad, but other businesses in general, how do they, or the methodology they use to find out what people need or want to buy before they actually um, create that sort of atmosphere for them? How do you go about identifying
1: that uh well in a word you ask well two words you ask why that really is the fundamental um thing that's that's what we use as a as a guiding light really but but let me explain what i mean so um in, in this context the example that gets used a lot i think is is uh, is henry ford so the classic thing if he asked them they'd have said i wanted faster horses um <laughs> and that's great right but i actually think if if they'd asked why and i'm 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 fairly certain that uh, that Henry Ford would have done so. But what you'd have come back with is is what I'm actually looking for is a quicker way to get from A to B in a, I don't know, a comf- comfortable and convenient way, something along those lines. Yeah. And, of course, that actually leads you much closer to a different way of doing things, not just a faster horse could lead you to the, the automobile. Yeah. Crucially, what that's about is making sure you understand the problem, uh, and we've done that with that. So uh, the, the sort of inspiration is the story I told you about the the leaky tap. But when we actually sat down to think, you know, is there a business here? We looked at that to try to understand what the problem was, and and for us, it wasn't about plumbing or electrics or, you know, heating engineers, it's actually a problem of communication. And so, uh, again, it's sort of examples whenever you've used a tradesman, the actual hands-on work is normally pretty good. The the place where things generally fall down is the end-to-end flow of, of comms. So right from when you have to try and find someone through to when they generally turn up late with the wrong parts, you know, it's all just the wraparound piece of the actual execution. Um, and that's, uh, you know, having recognized that we knew we needed to solve a communications challenge and therefore we use video technology and therefore that sits right at the very heart of uh, the very tip of the iceberg of what we do. Right. right. Uh, Banterers, you know
0: where Business Banter came from and a lot of them do know their history and it was all about serving our clients, and it was about finding out um, what they needed first. And the one thing that we identified there was the fact that we were having the same questions being asked over and over again. So it could be something as simple as, how do I use Pinterest uh, because I have a, a sort of trades business going on? I don't know how to use it. And we had to answer the same questions over and over for different people the same day. And it was very heartbreaking to realize that how much time we were spending doing this and therefore business banter was born and we started channeling all our clients to the one space to that one answer on that one post which gave them the whole breakdown and they were like absolutely love it and then obviously it went global and people started subscribing and, and registering from all over the world and it's grown to where it is now but it was simply by identifying a problem and giving them that problem on a single platform which is very similar to that that you know absolutely there is problems in the home repair and diy area and From my experience, I never get things done. I am a dad, two kids and a wife and a dog, uh, but I never get things done because that is not what I'm an expert at. I am not an expert at DIY. I can do a great barbecue, but that's the limit. Um, So you have tapped into a phenomenal idea there. And I think banterers can learn a lot from that. Is having the idea of how you can help your customers by finding out what they need and what they want in order to help you. And there's a great, saying by um, Seth Godin um, you know people rarely buy what they need but they buy what they want and I think that is just absolutely phenomenal and it's so true so banterers think about that for a minute the other thing that I find that builds on these uh, key relationships and and I know I have 100% and my colleagues and all the business associates that I work with have 100% built their businesses not only on word of mouth via online via LinkedIn via social media but also how they develop key partnerships with people doing one-to-ones and and in person so ben how do you go about identifying um and developing key partnerships with the right people what is your one tip that you could apply and give to business banter uh
1: well i, I think there's two really because at the heart of it we need to make sure we find people we can work with that, that share our core values um i don't think there's any point in in going into business with in, in any kind of partnership if, uh, if you don't share those sort of similar values. Uh, core values are, are at the heart of what we do at DAD and, um, and it does apply to partnerships as, as well. But on a more commercial level, what we do is look for businesses that are uh, upstream of us. So if Dad is all about fixing up the home, then upstream of that is buying a home renting a home, just about to sell a home or having just purchased some removal services for a home, anything yes. along those lines that makes perfect sense as well as, um, uh, uh DIY retailers so if you in a need state is what we're trying we're trying to find customers in a need state and so a need state for the have a go DIY hero is buying the tools or the parts in a store uh and for our sort of mass market is when they've just uh moved into the home their their need to fix things around the home is greatly heightened so For us, property tech, real estate companies, uh, DIY retailers, they're all perfect examples of businesses that are upstream of what we're doing, um, aware which we can be a value add to them and and we can can create a commercial relationship between us. And what daily habits or mindset have helped you become a successful entrepreneur today? Uh, well, I, I'm a sucker for the uh, kind of uh, business self-help book, uh, and Steve Covey is obviously a great example with his uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. But the thing I do daily is his time management matrix. So important and urgent, uh, important and urgent, uh, and the not important, not in and urgent, and, and the other variants thereof, to make sure that my to-do list is organised. I, I, I very much stick to that. But the one I always have to remind myself is, is something. Uh, something that I was taught right at the start of my career which is eat the frog and that's a, <laughs> that's the saying of uh, it's sort of like grasp the nettle it's the same kind of thing yes do, do the thing that you least want to do first because otherwise it'll still be on the list tomorrow and then that just adds stress to your mind so get it out of the way as early and as fast as possible could be anything you know making a phone call you don't want to make or or you know it's not the sort of cleaning out the garbage but it's the, it's the challenge that you really don't want to be doing you have to get that done first
0: get it done first because then you don't have to think about it later banter is I want you to know the guests I bring to you and I are always here for you and here to help you if you have any questions or feedback please drop me an email or simply comment on this podcast page also kindly head over to itunes after the session and review the business banter podcast we couldn't this without you at all. And your ratings and reviews are so, so important and helpful in crafting and creating future podcasts. Ben, now this could be a game changer for the banterers. One tool that I use and I absolutely love um, is Trello. Uh, It's a task management tool, you probably know. It's absolutely amazing. It's the first thing I open up every morning uh, and almost every evening before I go to bed and see (laughs) what tasks I have to to complete this week tomorrow, day after. It's, I absolutely love it. I work with a team and it's it's just a phenomenal tool for working with people and working on the go. And it's changed my life in various ways. And it's changed my, my business life in many ways. So what is the one tool that you can recommend that has revolutionized your business and that would be invaluable to the business banter community? This could be a piece of hardware, it could be a software, it could be online, entirely up to you, one tool.
1: Uh, Well, I I agree with you. Trello is fantastic. We use it too. Um, I think the one I would choose is Slack. I don't think that's particularly sort of uh, inventive because I think Slack is is everywhere these days, but we, we couldn't run the business without it. Um, Yes. We use Slack not just between the the sort of team at HQ, so the the developers, designers, marketeers that we've got in the office, but also between our network of experts. Um, And it it literally is the the, the greatest asset that we have as a a piece of technology because it allows uh, strong communication. It allows people to keep up to date with what's going on. Um, Yeah, we couldn't run the business without Slack. Slack, and Slack is amazing. I mean, we use it too, and I
0: believe now it integrates quite nicely with Trello as well which is which, it does it which, does yeah yeah which is lovely um as an entrepreneur and a startup owner and a founder inspiration motivation is everything to you to us to the banterers i believe that 100 percent. what parting words would you like to share with the startups the entrepreneurs on the business banter
1: um i i think i'd revert back to my three f's I've talked about my three Fs quite a bit over time, and um, I'm not sure if this—if I ever stole this originally, so apologies to whoever I did, but I've used this in, in various uh, uh, sort of talks that I've done. The three Fs are foundation, funding, and focus, and you have to make sure you've got those three right. So um, the lessons I've learned over time, we've talked about one uh, you know, during this conversation where I fundamentally got timing wrong, but um I think the most important thing is to look at those three pieces of the jigsaw and make sure you get them right. So foundation is about how you set the company up, get it, uh, the the core foundation of that, get the team correct, get the, the cap table correct, get everything in place so that you don't have to think about it later key to that as well is, is again this idea of timing so get this sort of foundations right what mega trends are you following and, and make sure you've got all the building blocks in place to actually create something going forwards. Funding is critical um, fine to sort of think you can self fund if you're actually creating a, a small business done that in the past it works really well self funded profitable from day one small little business um, you know never going to set the world on fire but it's absolutely fine. If you're thinking of building something game changing a startup don't try and think you can own it yourself because you'll never get to scale so find the right funding early on Um, and uh, you know just don't be naive enough to think that you're going to take over the world self-funded, I I just very much don't believe that would happen. Uh, It would be a rarity let's put it that way Um, and and focus, let's make sure you're sinking your time into something that's that's important, something that's got a large enough market, we've talked about that. it's not something that, uh, that that comes and goes quickly. You don't sort of start a startup and, and two months later start something else. This is a good few years of your life. Uh, it has to be something that you're involved in, something that you're in, interested in, something that's got a large enough opportunity to uh, to really capture your interest for a number of years. Um, and uh, you know, if you're not focused on the right thing, then ultimately you'll fail because the market won't be right or your interest will fade. So get your three F's right, foundation, funding and focus. Love it, love it, love it,
0: Ben. Uh, Uh, On the focus note, do you believe that uh, as entrepreneurs, we are able to focus on more than one business and and actually be very successful at it?
1: Uh, Very good question. I think um, if you are at the early stages of building a startup and literally everything is unknown and every day you are – uh, you know, feeling your way through the dark, almost about what this business is and how to, to get it to go forwards. It's exceedingly difficult. If you're at a point where you're scaling and uh, you have a very solid team around you and it's literally an execution phase, then I think you get a little bit more bandwidth. You need to start thinking as a leader of that business more strategically. And it actually helps to work with other businesses in related fields, perhaps, um, because that often provides insight and ideas for your own strategy. So it depends upon the the, the timing, but uh, once you get to execution phase, then I think it helps to do kind of non-exec roles or your roles or uh, that kind of thing trying to do two businesses at once absolutely not
0: thank you ben thank you i think um i think that's helped me a lot as well Uh, and i'm sure it's helped banterers clarify a few things but it's definitely clarified a few things for me there banterers there you go you've heard it Ben's given us some fantastic tips and amazing stuff there. Bantras, Ben and I want you to be successful in your everyday life and grow your business life with smart, actionable ideas. Bantras, this leaves me to say if you want to learn more about Ben and Dad, go ahead and check out dad.co. That's D A D.co. There's an iOS app, there is an Android app for all your mobile devices. Download the the app and see how easy it is to fix up your home. Honestly, I use it, it's easy. In fact, it's so easy and it's brilliant that we have put together a little promo code for you and thank you very much, Ben, uh, for doing this. Um, In fact, we have an exclusive promotional code which will give you 14 days free unlimited calls on the Dad app. That's 14 days unlimited calls on the Dad app. And this is an exclusive promotional code for you, the banterers, and the promo code is banter. That's B-A-N-T-E-R. Ben, where is the best place for the Business Banter community to connect with you?
1: Well, of course, you could do that via dad, but um, to get a hold of me directly, um, I'm on Twitter at hello Ben Wynn, and it's W Y N N is my surname. Um, uh, you can obviously find me on LinkedIn, and, and if you want to just drop me an email, it's ben at dad.co. Thank you, thank you.
0: Awesome. There you go. You've heard from Ben, you've heard how you can connect with him, and if you have any questions about your business or about dad and the app then go ahead give him a shout he's there to help you and so am i anytime you want awesome banterers thank you for listening to the business banter podcast i'm your host shamir shah and we've just rocked out with the founder and ceo ben Wynn from dad thank you very much ben
1: it's been a pleasure thank
0: you shamir Businessbanter.com is all about getting the latest smart content and business growth tips directly to your inbox. So head over to businessbanter.com and sign up to our newsletter. Sign up today for free and be the first to get notified on new stories, podcasts, and learning modules.